Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Autumn Miles. How are you guys doing out there today? I love you guys so much, and um, I just love you. I appreciate you guys listening every day to the show or whenever you can catch it. I know we are living in some totally crazy times right now. And you know what? This is our season of crazy. I felt like I got some really great perspective. As you go through the scriptures, you will see that um, lots of generations have dealt with, um, you know, some crazy years. And this is what we uh, are dealing with today in our time um, the the corona the the politic mess and I mean there are so many things that we're dealing with right now but God is our source of stability and I do not want you to forget that if you look through the scriptures you will see that. Um, many, many groups of people went through extremely weird, scary times and God was their stability. God is also truth, truth. He is truth. And, um, in a world where we're kind of like, oh, what do I believe? There is a God and the spirit of God that we have access to. That leads us in all truth. So I want you guys to remember that as you're going about your day. I have um, kind of stopped uh, really listening to commentators from, from the different media outlets and um, started looking at facts. Um, I'm kind of like old school, like, you know, if you break my trust, I'm gonna struggle. <laughs> so um, I have looked at a lot of facts um, based on uh, Corona and, and our COVID-19, whatever you wanna call it, and have made my assessments there. And I think God is calling us to a deeper level of wisdom, a deeper level of seeking him, I think he wants us to listen to his spirit rather than fear. His spirit brings life, not fear. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of things going on, but there is a God that is not lost. He is not asleep. He is wide awake and he is ready to speak to you. Um, I also want to pour, turn your attention uh, before I get into the guts of the show to my podcast. So many of you, and I, I, our numbers have doubled already this year from last year. So we are looking at an enormous amount of increase on our podcast. Um, I'm sure that's because maybe you, you're not as accessible to the radio or whatever it is. Um, but our podcast is, they just read me the numbers last week and I was kind of blown away because I wasn't expecting it. Y'all are downloading it. It is so encouraging to my team. 
Um, please keep downloading it. Uh, it's there. You can subscribe. You can follow on Spotify or whatever whatever it is that you do. You can um, you can get a hold of it. And um, I encourage you to in times where you're you don't have access at 3.30 to the radio, please go and subscribe to the podcast and get updates. Um, we love you. We definitely uh, love you. I want to talk to you about a, a topic that is probably not going to sit with everyone well, but I did this message years ago, and I really, really, really love it. Um, sometimes God makes things hard. Sometimes God makes things hard. Um, sometimes he makes it easy and, you know, you kind of get a job and you're like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Now, now I have this promotion and I'm excelling. And, um, but sometimes God makes things hard in order to make you strong. We want things done so easily. We want God to move fast. We want to breeze into a job, get a promotion, be a top earner. We want to be the best mom ever. We want to get pregnant in the first month that we try. We want to, we want whatever. I remember adopting uh, Moses and Haven. I wanted it so easy. And I just, I just knew that as soon as our name went on the list at the agency, that um, we would get a phone call. And uh, two and a half years later, almost three, we still had not gotten that phone call. Um, sometimes easy is not good for us. Easy makes us complacent. Easy takes out the seeking of God. And I know this might hit some of you guys wrong, but I also do believe in the season that we're living in that some of us need to hear that God hasn't forgotten about us. He's not mad at us. He's just trying to work a different kind of strength in us, strength that you might not have had before now. We want it easy, but God sees something that we need even more than the thing that we want easy. We need strength. We need inner strength. We don't need to be weak internally. And he wants to strengthen us. He wants to grow us. He wants to develop us. He wants to place wisdom in us. And I know some of the things in my life that have been hard, very, very hard. I knew God was in them, but they were hard. Has made me resilient, strong in him, dependent on him. And I can say right now, it was definitely good for me. I wonder if that's where you are today and you're thinking, man, this is so hard. Is God actually in this or has he forsaken me or am I even walking on the right path right now? Am I even in God's will right now? And I would refer you to Exodus 7, 1 through 7. We all know about um, 
Exodus uh, one, uh, uh, I'm sorry, not Exodus one, Exodus three, when God called Moses. But I want to take you to Exodus seven today. Those that are like, man, this is way too hard. Why is God not just performing for me? I want to remind you of a massive group of people that were directly in the center of God's plan. And deliverance was very hard for them. Exodus 7 says it like this. Then the Lord said to Moses, see, I make you as God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh, that he let the sons of Israel go out of his land. But this is so interesting to me that God would put this in here. Verse three says this, this is Exodus seven, verse three, but I will harden Pharaoh's heart. Now, here God is saying, listen, I'm going to make you like God to Pharaoh. I am going to use you. I am going to work through you. I am going to work through Aaron as he speaks and as he talks about um, what uh, the plans that I have for the Israelite nation. I'm going to I'm going to do all of that for you. But then God puts a twist in. Listen, I want you to go. I want you to adopt those children. I want you to um, um, put in the prayer time. I want you to put in the faith. I want you to go to the agency. I want you to do this. But. But. I want you to sell your house. I want you to move to a different land. I'm going to use you in this land. I'm going to use you in this city. I'm going to use your voice. I'm going to use your influence. But it's not really great when God gives us a but like this. These are the buts that we don't want to hear from God. He says, I am going to use you, Moses. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart. But I want you to adopt, but let me tell you, it's going to be hard, hard. I want to move you to a different place, but I'm telling you right now, the ground there needs to be tilled and it is going to be hard for a while. See, we think God brings about all these miraculous things and it's easy. And that's kind of the wrong perception of what he did to Moses and Aaron and the nation of Israel. It was hard. He made it hard. But he also told them in the second part of this verse, why, why he made it hard. God doesn't just make it hard because he's mean. He doesn't make it hard because he's forgotten about you or because you've done some uh, something that just really made him mad. And now you're on his naughty list. He's not Santa Claus. He's not like that. But sometimes he makes it hard to prove a point. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he didn't leave it at the discouraging the discouraging message. He gave a reason. 
I'm going to make it hard that I may multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Yes, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. But I'm going to do it because I want to show not just the Israelites, not just you and Aaron. I want to show Egypt how powerful I am, how good I am, how amazing I am, how I am actually in control of everything. They think they're in control of my people. What they don't understand is that they are under my control. And I'm going to show them exactly what I can and will do and how almighty I am. But it's going to be hard. Verse four says this. When Pharaoh does not listen to you, then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my hosts. You better back up, Pharaoh. My people, the sons of Israel and the land of Egypt by great judgments. Verse five says this. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. He says, listen, Moses, here's the deal. I want you to do this. My hand's going to be on you. It's going to be pretty awesome. The things that you got a front row seat, it's going to be pretty amazing. You're going to be, you, you, you ever sat and you're like, I prayed for this and then it happened. And you're kind of even in shock, even though you prayed for it. Um, you got to see a miracle that God did. Same thing. Moses was obeying, but I know he was also in awe as he watched what God could do. And no doubt it strengthened him on the inside to watch God manifest his power amongst Israel and Egypt. It's going to be hard. But there's a reason for the obstacles, Moses. There's a reason why, Moses. I'm going to make it hard on you so that my glory will be shown, Moses. Verse 6 says this. I love this. There's really not a lot of um, back and forth uh, between God and Moses in this passage. It's just God speaking directly to Moses. So Moses and Aaron did it. As the Lord commanded them, thus they did. I want to bring it back to you for a second here. So Moses and Aaron did it. As the Lord commanded them, thus they did. I wonder, I, I just, I feel very, very strongly, actually, as I'm sitting here, um, I feel very strongly that there's a lot of people that are tuned in right now that are on the brink of giving up 
that are on the brink of giving in, that are on the brink of giving in to their fear, their frustration, filing for divorce, quitting the adoption process. You're not going to try for a baby anymore because you just can't take one more disappointment. You're on the brink of retiring, quitting your job, giving an in on humanity as a whole. I want to speak, and God just dropped this in my heart, maybe to the person that is contemplating ending their own life. You know who you are. Message me. If that's you. If you are out there, we want to help. You're on the brink because it's been so hard lately. It has been hard. No one that's alive today cannot say that the year 2020 has not been out of control hard. But what if it's been so hard because God's hand is on your life and on your situation. And what if it's been so hard? Because through you, God is going to magnify his glory, might, wonders amongst everyone who is looking at you. What if it's been so hard? Because God sees that you're one of his chosen that can handle the hard. Because he knows even though you want to give up, you won't. You will persevere. And because you won't give up, there will be a legendary story that comes from your life for generations to come. What if it's been so hard? Because God sees what's on the other side of the heart. And that is deliverance. Deliverance. That's a baby. That's a restored marriage. That's a new season of life. And because it's been so hard, no earthly person can take credit for what God is going to do. My challenge to you today is Exodus 7, verse 6. So Moses and Aaron did it as the Lord commanded them, thus they did. They did not say, oh my goodness, Pharaoh's heart's going to be hardened. We're going to go back to tending sheep. They did not say, even banter with the Lord. Hey, God, really? Are you sure? They just obeyed and believed 
that God was at work on their behalf. It's interesting to me, and this is, you know, just kind of out of nowhere. Uh, they, they weren't young. Um, Moses, verse seven, Exodus seven, verse seven, Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. So I'm also speaking to those that are almost double my age. It may be hard, but God wants and is still using you. I um, The next part of Exodus, Aaron goes in and Moses goes into the throne room and his rod becomes a serpent and the waters turn into to blood. There's frogs all over the land. Uh, there's insects all over the land. Egyptian cattle die. There's boils. There's hail. Let's see. What else we got? There's locusts. There's darkness. And then there is the Passover lamb or the Passover um, uh, angel that comes. It was hard. But after that last plague, they were delivered. And I just, um, I want to pray for you at the end of this, um, just that you would persevere. Persevere through what you're facing. Push through and face some of the stuff that you maybe are trying not to face because it is so hard uh, right now. Face your fear. Fight your fear with facts right now. Um, dig into the word, turn off the news, turn off social media, um, get alone, fast, whatever you need to do in order to persevere right now, you need to do it this time. And the Lord will bring you through. I will never forget. I've told this story so many times. And you know it if you're a listener, but it was very, very hard for us. I will never forget getting scammed by that birth mom who was pregnant with twin girls and she wasn't even pregnant, but she was lying to us. I will never forget that. It broke my heart. And God knew it would be hard for me, for my family. But he also knew that providing Moses February 16th and Haven, getting the call about Haven to adopt her February 17th, a year and a half after we were scammed and then being born nine weeks apart was a sign and a wonder that no earthly power could have put together. He made it hard. It was hard. And that's one of the hard things that my family has been through. He did make it hard. But I would go through it all over again to get Moses and Haven. Sometimes God makes it hard. But there's a reason to strengthen you, to showcase his power. 
there is a reason. Let me pray for you, Lord. Um, you know who is listening, who desperately needs encouragement today. You know who is listening that is at their wit's end and they sort of don't know what to do. You know who is listening out there, Lord. That is overwhelmed, that is on the brink of giving up. You know, you see them, you know exactly who they are. And God, I pray that you would encourage them at the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray that there would be a new courage, a new strength that rises up in them. Lord, I pray that they would find the strength and the fortitude to face today, to face their situation to face their circumstance. God, I pray that you would remind them that they are not alone, that you see that you are right there with them. You are closer than their breath, Lord. You are present. You are Emmanuel. You are God with us. So Lord, I pray for their hearts. I pray for their minds. I pray for a peace to come over them, Lord. We trust you. We trust you with our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for joining me today. You can catch me tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Miles Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.